Welcome back to the third episode of the Dugout Discussion Podcast. Uh, I'm Jack. I'm Max. And I'm Noah. Um, And I guess we'll get started off with uh, earlier today, uh, Justin Verlander threw a no-hitter. Nobody really saw it coming, I don't think. Um, But he has a possibility of... Last week we talked. If you don't about, mind me interjecting. It was against the Blue Jays, so <laughs> I think I think some people saw it coming. <laughs> I so I think that there's there was competition there, but you know, no, you can't you can't ever take a no hitter away from I mean, somebody. If it's against no. the Detroit Detroit Tigers, <laughs> that'd just be better. Um, do you think he's got a shot at three thousand strikeouts? That, like for the end of the, I think uh, he's not easily going to get it. But do you think for this season? I mean. How many does he have right now? I'm looking it up. Okay. I think... Well, because it had, he had whatever... 15 today. He had 14. 14. 14. Come on, Koffler. 14. Um, and that's plus... 243. Plus, 257. Uh, he has... Wait, he has 257 right now? Yeah. Well, on the season. But he, how many does he need to get at 3,000 is yeah. the question. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we got it. Two nine. Uh, 2,963. So, uh, I mean, he, what is that? 40, 40, so, 37. 37 away. So he makes, what, probably four more starts? Yeah. I've seen no reason why he couldn't do it, honestly. He's, so on, he's been so on fire for the last <laughs> yeah. month plus, really, just all season. Yeah, and he, he averages like 9 to 10Ks a game, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he sh- it should be in the bag in a sense, but like, I mean. We'll we, see. Baseball's funny. True, true. <laughs> it's actually so, such a true statement. Uh, right. uh, wait, hold up. Do you think that solidifies him as like Cy Young? If he gets the, I mean, just oh, after I think the no hitter in itself solidifies him as a Cy Young. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm not. That was, a fan the, of that was like that. Like as as much as I like Garrett Cole more mm-hmm. in this conversation, I think I think you can't take the way, that away from him. You can't take that away from him. But also, the way the MLB works when it gives their when they give their awards, they give it to the most popular player. Yeah. Cy Young, it goes Basically. to the most popular best pitcher. MVP, it goes to the best, most popular yeah. player. I mean, yeah, it just. I mean, when you're married to Kate Upton, it just works like that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, I'm not a fan of Verlander for the. I wasn't a fan of him winning it last year because of the home runs issue, but he's like not even top. He's like, he doesn't because when we recorded last episode, he was first, and it was like. Kikuchi was like two or three behind, but now Matt Boyd gave up like five or whatever. He's at, he has thirty six total, and Mike Leake has thirty four, and now Verlander's tied for third. Okay. So, I mean, I, I could that's see the him. only thing holding him back. Yeah. But if, yeah. he, I don't even think if he can, if he back. gets to three thousand strikeouts, you that can, means yeah, that means he has like almost three hundred strikeouts on the season. Yeah, I mean, how can you take it away from so, him at that point? At, at that point, it's like he could give up. 45 home runs, and I think he'd still get it. True. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should uh, key on Broxton. The suspension. Uh, for anyone who hasn't heard, uh, Keon Broxton for the Mariners. Uh, recently I didn't have no idea he played for, for the Mariners, by the way. Yeah, recently got <laughs> traded from the Orioles. I forget what the return he was. Also, was. He was on the Orioles? I thought Keon... <laughs> what team did he play on before the Orioles? Or call he was on the Mets, too. He was on the Mets? Yeah. <laughs> it was Keon but... Broxton. <laughs> anyway... He strikes out and he throws a fit right in front of home plate. He drops the bat and he and he's walking towards the field, like towards first base, but he's probably like 
five feet away from the plate, and he's just tossing his gloves behind him, and he doesn't even look where he's throwing them, but he tosses one, and it it grazes the umpire in the face. Yeah. And he gets slapped with a two-day suspension almost immediately. I think it was made official the next day. Yeah. Like, I've that was crazy. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll open up to you guys, like... Do you think the suspension was right? Should he have been suspended for two games? No, no, he should have been fine. That's, yeah. I mean, I know he was fined and suspended, but this I get, what... I get it violated the rules or whatever. But it, it was a complete accident. Like <laughs> even the ump was like, "Yeah, I know it was an accident." I saw th- like he had to throw him out just out of like, like kind of like the just the respect issue there. It's like you shouldn't be doing that, so he had to throw him out. And the fine makes sense because that's like it's just how baseball is. But like the suspension makes no sense. Yeah. Especially for, like, a last place team as well. Yeah. And, like, even the ump was like, I knew it was an accident. It just it just makes no sense. Complete, couldn't agree more. I mean, he has to get tossed from the game just in that situation. Like, that's just that's just what happens. Um, but <laughs> the two-game suspension. Whatever happened with Justin Turner? That's what, uh, I, that's what I wrote. Yeah. Down. He got suspended one game for literally hitting an umpire's chest. One game. <laughs> that's what that it happen? was. What? Uh, st- couple days back i think it might have been like right a few days before uh broxons or something like that really? well uh, here's what i found interesting is so that happened broxon suspension happened in the first game and then in the second game like the umpires rotated so the first base umpire went to home mm-hmm. and home went to third and so in the third game broxon played again he because he appealed the suspension and um I, it might have been just me but i was watching the game and um Broxton took off for second to steal, and Sanchez threw him out, and he, Broxton just got screwed over on a call. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that was really being made light of because it didn't even look like whoever was covering the bag touched Broxton, and the umpire called him out. I don't think the umpires think that much about a last-place team. True. Yeah. And, I mean, we're playing the Yankees. And it was <laughs> o- and it was obviously, like, a fucking, like, mistake. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, like... Uh, it's just a weird situation all around. All right, so speaking of the Yankees, um, Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez both hit um, their 100th career home runs. Um, oh, yeah. And so here's a challenge. Uh, predict their final career stat lines. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let one of you guys go first, just in case like my numbers are crazy off. All right, I said... Um, I said... <clears throat> So for his career, I thought Judge is going to end up with 416 home runs. Okay. And uh, 1,210 RBIs. Okay. I thought he's going to slash 271 uh, okay. as an average with a 387 on base percentage clip and a 549 slugging percentage. My numbers were like almost the exact same. I yeah. think my home runs were like my were like, are four seventy nine, just like a higher number, I guess. Yeah. But in RBIs, it's like fourteen hundred. But I mean, same average and stuff. I have them getting to five hundred home runs. You do. Uh, the rest of the stat line is uh, pretty similar. Um, I have his, I have his strikeouts going down as he moves further in his career. Yeah. True. Uh, but I think we're all in an agreement on that. <laughs> For Gary Sanchez, on the other hand, I think, I just, I don't think that Gary Sanchez is going to be able to stay healthy his whole career. Yeah, I, no. I, don't, I don't see much in him. Yankee, um, Yankees fans act like he's a god, but I mean. What is he I, doing that's godlike? He's got like a. He's doing good for it. Yeah. He's got like a 310 OBP. He's hitting like 230. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, his his batting average right now is uh, Chris Davis, 247. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they, that, and that's not horrible, but this guy strikes out and he's not productive at the plate. It's not like he's hitting and moving runners across. Like he's he's just like a slugfest. His his on base yeah. percentage is three twenty seven. That's not good. That's that that's. That's not good for how how much he hits. Like yeah. for a two forty seven batting average, your on base should be no lower than like three forty. Yeah. No, I, so I, it's, it's weird how the media like over like overdoes it with Gary Sanchez. It's crazy. They they like how Coffer said they act like he's like some god or whatever when he's really just like a well, average yeah. catcher I mean, with like a, some plus numbers on certain stats, but. He well, had a, yeah, he had a really he's, good he's got thirty three walks and one hundred eleven yeah. strikeouts just this yeah, year. It's just not good. I mean, like he, he's not gotten better with the strikeouts. Yeah, no. is my I'm, point. I'm not trying to rag on the guy, but I just don't. I, he's just because he's on the Yankees and he he catches for them. People treat him <laughs> like he's you know, and he's also he horribly he does, defensively. He's terrible. I mean, Bro, he's, remember, he yeah, he's, he's bottom he five, yeah. but Def- in the def- league. Yeah, no. Remember the play in the postseason against the Astros? It was like the. Like yeah, the crazy. baby, like the baby hop that he got, and he just like missed it like three times in a row or something like that. There was just like a lot of like standard plays that he keep kept missing in the postseason. I mean, don't get me wrong, the man takes daddy hacks and can hit bombs. <laughs> yeah, no, he but can. I he just is, yeah, he has thirty two. I don't, I don't see him hitting like more than four hundred home runs in his career. Um, I put him at three ninety eight, but I'm I put was, him at that was generous. I'd put him at three fifty. Uh, I think the league realistic. will catch up to him. Sure. And the amount of strikeouts he has, people will take a look at that. I'm just looking at his career stat I mean, line right yeah. now. Almost I mean, postseason, a lot of these pitching coaches and just pitchers are, like, just trying to figure out how to beat some of the teams they face more often. And they're going to look at his swing and figure out what is his weak spot. So I don't think, I mean. The league it, will catch up to him. He's not that, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a professional baseball player. I don't doubt his ability. My point is he's not. He's not too hot. Like on the pace he's going right now, he's not gonna have such a like a a good uh, career if he doesn't change what he's doing. And <clears throat> you know, what I'm worried about with with both Judge and Sanchez. I'm not necessarily worried about it, but it, to me, it, it, um, at least with Judge, you know, like big guys like that mm-hmm. tend to not have that long careers because it's, yeah, it's so much easier for them to get injured. And, and my point on the Gary Sanchez thing is he doesn't. Seem like he's in that great of shape. I mean, you go back yeah. to just when he didn't hustle yeah. on that play like against five Tampa Bay. To first base or something like, like that. I mean, you, you, call, you can call it lazy, you can call it out of shape, call it what you want. My point is, I'm going to say it before anyone else does, Gary Sanchez is a lazy player. Yeah, I agree. Okay? Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. It's not like he, he doesn't hustle. I'm not, And I'm not saying baseball players are, they don't have a great reputation of always being in great shape. <laughs> But Gary Sanchez is not helping that at all. No. So. Sure. It's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, he has to do a lot on his half uh, before, like, any crazy changes happen. But uh, on him. He's got a gun. <laughs> he he does have a laser he a for cannon. an arm. But like, if you think of my third, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> that would just kill his knees. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Gary Sanchez at third, that just sounds disgusting. Hey, I mean, they put Buster Posey at first. Yeah, but that's, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. I mean, that's ca- first ca- base. Like, catcher's, but... like, second home is a first base. Yeah. I mean, I think. My point is he's only five years in the MLB playing catcher. Yeah. He's young. Five years? How, how old is he? I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> he is 26. Well, he played two games in 2015, so four years if you take that one out. 
wow. Was twenty what twenty sixteen was his uh that like was his rookie, rookie year. Yeah, yeah, and he hit like twenty homers in like forty games or something like that. Yeah, no, he had a yeah. what is that exactly? He played fifty three games and he hit twenty home runs, yeah. Jeez. Which is crazy. Fifty three games, twenty home runs. That's almost like a that's home run for the other other day. Yeah. That's like, like a sixty home run season. Yeah. yeah. It's like almost like a Aquino's. But, yeah. And the reason why so many, like, people often ask, hey, why do rookies come out and hit dingers and then the next year they have a sophomore slump and aren't really ever able to get back to that rookie year level? Yeah. And the reason that is is because they're getting fed fastballs from the pitchers. Well, and and most decent players in the MLB can hit a ball that goes straight. It's not really fastballs. It's more of it's they know how to pitch to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whether it, it be off speed stuff or whether it be like, you know, throwing them throwing to the outside corner or something like that because you, they can't hit outside pitches or something. You look but, at a guy this year like Dan, Daniel Vogelback, he had a great first half of the year and the second half of the year he's kinda wet the bed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I was a it was a lock that he was gonna hit, you know, like back in the day it was a lock he was gonna hit forty home runs. He might not I mean he's at twenty nine right now. He might not even get thirty, to be completely honest with you. He's he he was hitting like two fifty before the All Star break, and now he's yeah. hitting like he's hitting not even two twenty probably. Yeah, he's, he's encroaching on the Mendoza line. One seventy over one seventy over his past thirty games. Mm. Exactly, because they figured him out. Point they is, just, they figured they're gonna throw more balls to him or uh, more strikes from early on because he works the count anyway. So he's always faced with an O two hole, and then they just throw him off speed stuff, get him to roll over or strike out. I know. I mean, that's just you know. He does have a lot of walks though. Eighty one walks to twenty one hundred twenty six strikeouts. It's pretty good, especially and, for for like, someone who's so young. Technically a rookie. Yeah. yeah. Technically is a rookie. He's not really though, but still, it's not bad at all. Point is, if there's one thing you're gonna learn from the podcast, don't fall for the hype. For rookies who are killing it, because yeah. the next year they're, they're more. Good. I see it more often than not that they have a sophomore slump, and then their third year they get back to the all star level, but not to that rookie year level. I don't know yeah. if I've ever really seen that, unless you're Mike Trout, who just has gotten better every year. <laughs> yeah, which is insane. Yeah, he he, uh, youngest ever two hundred two hundred player. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw that. Crazy, crazy. Uh, I'm, are you even surprised at this point? No, see the thing yeah. is like nothing he, he does could surprise me. <laughs> like, and I think and I think that sucks is because he kind of falls under the same category as LeBron James. They're both obviously the most valuable and best players on their team and in the league. Yeah. But the league doesn't recognize it because they're giving it to these other guys who are all of a sudden or just or, like, having really good seasons, good, yeah. surprisingly great seasons. And like Mike Trout should be winning the MVP. Like every single year, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, and I hate Mike Trout as a Mariners fan. I, I, I hate, I hate the guy's guts, yeah. but yeah. he's a damn great baseball player. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, we may, maybe should have given him the rookie, or I mean, the MVP. But I think, I think last year, um, uh, last year was hurt. Betts, Betts deserved it. Last yeah, well, year. La- oh, yeah. was it last year that he hurt his thumb or whatever, or the year before? It was that year. I'm pretty sure. I think it was really? last year. Uh, and Altuve won it the year before. In 2017, yeah. I think, and that, and that was a race between uh, Judge and Ju- yeah, but Judge took on the rookie. Of the my year. point is, I'll, Trout's been in the league for a while. He should be winning the MVP or top three in the MVP voting. Yeah, there you go. Top two, like yeah. every year, he usually yeah. is. Yeah, a lot of the time. It's just people just have a little bit better this season. Speaking of MVP voting, well, not I don't know why I said that, but speaking of speaking of spe- a, a category, spe- speaking of a uh, underrated MVP. Uh, MVP candidates 
How about you, 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 Eugenio Suarez on the Reds? 40 home runs. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Your first, who is your first he? reaction who is about he? him. I've never heard Your of first him reaction life. is who? Yeah, <laughs> like, is it 260, 40 homers, and 90 RBIs? He's got nearly a 900 OPS. Who is it? I've never heard. He's I'm hit not. 12 homers in his last 30 games. That's pretty good. Five in his last seven. No, who is this man? Legit. He plays third for the Reds. That's all I, that's all I know about him. <laughs> who? Yeah, I mean, I'm just a touch back on Mike Trout really quick. The lowest in MVP voting he's been in his entire career is fourth. <laughs> nice. T- you take out his rookie year that he played 40 games in. Yeah. After that, from 2012 through 2018, yeah. so not counting this year and yeah. his first year, the lowest he's finished is fourth in MVP voting. Oh, he was hurt that year. Which is insane. Yeah, even when he's down, he's still top five. If I wait, so yeah, two thousand seventeen, he was hurt. He only if, played one hundred fourteen games. Um, and then two thousand eighteen, he only played one forty. Go was back to the, go back to the twenty seventeen and click the MVP. Right there, I'll, I'm going to see if I can guess. Oh, I know way, Suarez is out day to day. He got a sprained thumb. So who's who's number three? Well, I know I know number one is Altuve, and I know number two is Betts. Uh, no. no, sorry, sorry. It's Judge. Yeah. yeah. Um, number three. Can you give me the team? Indians gives it away. Uh, R- Lindor? No. Close. Ramirez. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's he's been wet in the bed this season. Does Ramirez? Yeah. Well, he wasn't he hurt. Yeah, he's hurt right now. And this is actually a good segue into our next topic. Oh, the, um, yeah, our central debate. So yeah, pretty much every single division is. Basically, decided. it's decided. Yeah. Houston's going to take the AL West. Yankees in the East. Yankees in the East. Um, Braves in the NL East. Actually, this the NL Central is kind of... Yeah, but it's not as crazy as the NL. Um, but yeah, the NL West. NL West is the Dodgers. Dodgers. Even even a baby would know that. Who's going to the postseason? Uh, but the AL Central has been pretty much... Neck and neck all season long mm-hmm. between Minnesota and Cleveland. Who do you have winning the division of the AL Central? The AL Central, I think uh, the Twins are just going to end up taking it, just because of their kind of like their dream season they're on right now. Which is, you know, didn't they they just broke the team home run record of like two hundred sixty eight, I think. And uh, I don't know, they're already they're currently they're up like four games, and with like twenty six games left, I don't see them uh, like. Wetting the bed. Four games is a lot to make up in the last 20 yeah. games of the season. I mean, they have to lose and... Uh, and the Indians have, have to, to win. win. And, like, uh, I just feel like just the way it's set up right now that the Twins are going to take it, but I feel like the Indians might will most likely be in the wild card. So... Yeah. I wouldn't be out of it, per, per se. I'll let you go. Uh, I, I had... The Indians is winning the division, like at the beginning of the year. I think everybody. I did. think everybody did. I think I did my like fantasy and stuff. Um, I did, but I actually I had the Twins winning the division. Legit. I'm the only. I literally have a picture of my standings prediction, and it's whack. Trust me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not good it anymore. It it is it is horrible. Mariners leading the the. No, I said I said the Mariners were able to get to 500. <laughs> <laughs> Your animal, bro. Over 500, they have like barely six fifty wins. Look, I, they they had a lot of injuries earlier in the year. I yeah, yeah. Like, talk, I did talk not it. expect their pitching to be this bad. I knew they were. I knew they were going to be bad, but when Felix Hernandez is like your two hole, third hole guy, or your secondary. <laughs> Actually, I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Felix was the five hole. 
Yeah, for for the start of the season, right? But yeah. well, then we also lost everybody, so then he yeah. became our second, second or third guy. Um, but I had the Indians as winning the division, even though they didn't have like I think Kluber's pitched like three games for them. Well, they he's hurt. He yeah. was hurt. Yeah. Um, and when he was there, he was um wasn't doing a lot hot. But then um you know um you know Mike Clevenger. Yeah. No. He's a stud. Solid pit, very sleeper heavy pitcher. Yeah, like a two seventy RA. But he's the sleeper pitcher that everyone knows about. Yeah, that's, yeah. Actually, that's just his position within the media. His like, uh, his fastball velo went up nine miles an hour from the beginning of twenty eighteen to now. Steroids? <laughs> Is it? Do you think? Steroids. No, I saw a video about it. He was uh messing no. with. His he, no, he was just like, yeah, roids. That's it. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> um, but then you know, Ramirez uh hurt his hand and he got just got surgery on it and I think he'll be back. For the playoffs, yeah, they they're it. saying he's probably gonna miss the rest of the regular season, but he'll be back for the playoffs most likely. Um, yeah. And then their uh, their left fielder, uh, Naquin, Naquin, I don't know how yeah, you say Naquin, it. Yeah, Naquin, he made a really nice play the other day at the Trop, and then he crashed into the wall. And I don't know, like, he's on what the IL. Yeah, he got hurt. But it was that was a, if you seen, haven't seen that video, it was a really nice catch. But so <coughs> anyway. I think for now, I think the Twins, the division is the Twins to lose. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I just that. checked the standings, and as of right now, uh, five fifteen p.m. West Coast time, the Indians, or I mean, the Twins have a five and a half game lead, and uh, that, that's that's that's, so hard that, that's that's not. I don't think the Indians will be able to make that up, but because because I knew that coming into today, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to do a little research project just on the Twins and the Indians. Uh, yeah, I'll go through the Indians first. Uh, they're well actually I'll touch on the twins. Before first half of the year their bullpen was really bad. Mm-hmm. Their bullpen was not great. Uh I don't know all their statistics, but they blew like a seven run lead to the Mariners. <laughs> on mul- <laughs> on like, like, mul- like multiple times in the series. <laughs> okay? Like it was it was bad. <laughs> okay. Funny, so. Anyway. Their collective bullpen ERA is 2.70 flat. Um, I knew it was good. I didn't know it was that good. And their worst bullpen pitcher has an ERA of 3.65. So a good starting pitcher. Uh, Cody Stashak. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Stashak? S-T-A-S-H-A-K. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Uh, and I got, know I know they have uh, Trevor May because he used to stream and, Fortnite. And Sergio, oh, yeah. <laughs> they have Sergio, Sergio Romo is still in the league. I don't know how he's still pitching. I feel <laughs> yeah, like he. So I feel Romo like he's been. Here. I feel like he's been in the MLB forever. <laughs> no, this um, is so true. Close out a game for the Giants in the World Series seven years ago. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're right. And relievers just don't always have as long careers. Yeah. And he's my old. Point. Yeah, no, Sergio Romo's kicking the bucket soon. <laughs> anyway, their bullpen has been lights out. Uh, I guess they uh, stepped up. Their closer, Taylor Rogers, two four seven ERA, fifty eight, give or take innings pitched. It's been a day or two since I've done the research. Uh, Seventy six strikeouts and a a WHIP of one point oh five. Yeah, that's pretty good. So that's he doesn't get run, runners don't get on base when he pitches. Do you know how many saves he has? I I'd assume I do not know how many saves I'll he has offhand. I would assume he has around thirty. But while you're doing that. Uh, going more into the Indians, I mean the Twins. Twenty one. The the Twins have a really really easy September schedule. Yeah, look that up. Too. Uh, Ooh. they play 
Detroit like today. <laughs> okay, but uh, then they then they play Boston, who it's, it's they're a, a decent team. They're yeah. a decent team, they and then they fight. play then they play Cleveland, who they're contending with. This is where the, the division a, could actually get close because they play Cleveland twice before the end of the year. They could, what if they swept and took? So the, if one of the teams sweep, it's a whole different conversation. Yeah, or true. if one team, well, if I think they're both sweep. It's it's game over. It's game over. Yeah. But if. If the Indians sweep somehow, that's a, then you're back in that conversation. If if the Twins, I think it, they're both three game series. If the Twins go four and two or five and one in those games, yeah, they have a realistic chance because the the Indians don't even have that much harder of a schedule. I mm-hmm. think they play the Phillies, and that's the only difference in schedule. But anyway, the Twins are playing Detroit, Boston, Cleveland, Washington, Cleveland again, Chicago White Sox. The Kansas City, Detroit, <laughs> Kansas City again. Like one of the toughest. Their, <laughs> their last four series of the season go: White Sox, Royals, Tigers, Royals. In that order, we might see a what is it, four times three. We might see a 12, 12 and zero run. And the year totally could, totally could. I like Very how we, I like how when we talk about, like they're, but they're, but I think they're gonna rest their starters. Oh, for sure. I like how when we talk about bad teams, everyone here just smiles a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but laugh when you mention the name of the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> it's because of the Tigers. Anyway, on to the Indians. Uh, I do think they're gonna they're going to get the first wild card spot. I do think they're gonna win that game. I don't care who plays them in that game. Yeah, I, I just have them winning. I mean, the Indians are like a postseason team. They're, Ter- they're 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 built for the postseason. Terry Francona is their manager. He knows what he's doing. Terry- he he is a lot like Bill Belichick of the MLB, honestly. Yeah, it's either him or the Giants manager. So uh, I would say yeah, that. yeah, Giants manager. But he's no, he's, he's not- on he's on his way out the door right now. So yeah. that that window or the that AL wild card picture is closer than I thought. It is pretty Tampa close. Tampa Bay has a half a game lead. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then Cleveland is has the second spot, and, and the then, A's are half a game behind. Actually, the, the wild cards are a game that are, like, a thing to watch. The thing I will say about the Indians, though, that scares me is they have 10 players right now on the injured list. Who are the pit- 10 players? Who are those players? Some of them. I know Naquin's one. So, Carlos Carrasco is now back on the not on the that's, that's such a good story. Oh, yeah. Coming yeah, back from Lucas. Him, Kluber, and Otero are all on the sixth. Not our boy ABL. Otero. No, our boy. We gotta get him on this podcast. Yeah, okay, Otero's the boy. Sixty day DL. I don't or IL. <laughs> don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> uh <laughs> but Salazar is on the DL IL. Never gonna stop saying that. Olsen. Uh they have a bunch of people. And their and their bullpen is decent. Their bullpen ERA, just because I did the research on the Twins ERA, bullpen ERA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland's ERA is a three point four in the bullpen. It's which still is, not, it's not which bad. Is, which is pretty good. Isn't I would assume that's average to a little bit below. Yeah, for for a playoff team, I think that's decent, and I think they have enough star power, especially if Ramirez comes back and he's Ramirez. Mm-hmm. I think they have just a shot as anyone to contend in the AL. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Puig should help them a lot in the playoffs. My too. boy Puig, I love Puig so much. But that that was my little spiel on that. Nelson Cruz on the Twins. He's having such a good year. I'm glad. I, I wish. I mean, as a Mariners fan, I, I really wish we traded him. What did we do bad. with him? Did we just give he him just, to him? Just he just left in free. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. He, I think. Well, he's he's hit. 
he's got like thirty something home runs, and he's got like a like a, no, a he has thousand like a, OPS, a, like a great slash line for the year, which is three oh nine. Average? He doesn't even lead his team in home runs. Pretty quietly having a great yeah, year no, too. No one's he really missed talking. he missed several games because of a few injuries. True. Yeah, oh my god, he got injured so much on the Mariners. Yeah. It was like every other week he, there was like he hurt his pinky. But the, so he but got the thing was, year. but the thing <laughs> was, but the thing was, he wasn't even like all all that badly hurt. It was just it was so often it's, it seemed so bad. Yeah, like, that's, so we had that, to sit that's aging the, though. He's thirty nine. Yeah, which is crazy that he's doing that stuff at the age of thirty nine. And he's still gonna hit close to forty home runs, which is crazy. He's got thirty four. He can make a push of forty. What's his what, what is his career stats? Is he like a Hall of Fame contender nah, by any chance, or is he, could, he is he just like the blue like version of like uh, of the Mariners, dude? He's a uh, approaching. He's six home runs away from four hundred, which is you might think that's Hall of Fame, but he also got busted for drugs. Oh, never mind. Oh, never. He's automatically. I forgot yeah. that he had the whole spiel with yeah, uh, with uh, like biogenesis with or whatever it was. <laughs> it's always like a funny ass name when they talk about peds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Him, uh, A Rod. I don't think Barry Bonds was in that one. That might have been too late. No, Barry Bonds was earlier. It had to be. Yeah. Um. I guess we can get into our. Uh, actually, no. So, there's a, a Phillies game the other day, and um, oh, yeah. Sean Rodriguez. Ever hear of him? Was he Not the dude until that, this? I think I heard him. Just I think he was he the dude that hit the like the water can. I, I think that's yeah. Right. That's the only reason I know him. Though. He um, he hit a walk off home run. Well, he was like one for twenty, and he hit a walk off home run. <laughs> no, he like has terrible stats. And then and then and then he got like, after he uh, hit the home run, he he in in the post game interview he said, "Yeah, all you Philly fans are entitled." <laughs> Feeling himself helps him sleep better at night. And then the game after that, he doubled. two for twenty one with the home run, a walk off home run. I'll let you know. Uh, the game after that, he doubled. Yeah. And he reached base twice, and he still got booed. <laughs> As a home that's team fair, player, that's Phillies fans though. Uh, I'd say that I agree to an extent. I think that there's probably a lot of stuff that's said to like uh, minority players or just like Hispanic or like. African-American players that shouldn't be said, but at the end of the day, it's like you definitely have a great job. I wouldn't be crying about it if a fan is mean to me when I make what a, a cool mill for for a 162-game season. I'm chilling. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why he's talking out of anybody, though. Like, yeah. Sean Rodriguez who? Like, I don't feel like the person has, like, a dog That's in That's a little spot. entitled, I think. Yeah, true. I... <laughs> But I mean, yeah. I don't think Philly fans are entitled. I think they're showing up because I read something like average attendance of Phillies games is like 5,000 more people per year this year because pretty much because of Harper. Harper. Yeah. But I, there should be a point that this is it's not like it's a Philly thing. There's probably even worse than other teams. Like I can I can run through a whole list off the top of my head of worst fan bases in Philadelphia. Yeah, like I love the Red Sox, but we have like a terrible fan base. Yankees, Red Sox, Cardinals, Remember the, what might be Blue Jays? Remember the the Blue. postseason game where Edwin Encarnacion hit that walk off home run in in the like eleventh inning. This is like twenty sixteen. Yeah. Remember it wasn't in that game where someone like poured a beer yeah. on like someone's head in, in left field. I was like, come so, on. Now. Yeah, I think somebody threw a beer at Adam Jones. <laughs> I'd do the same thing. I'll be honest with you. After, with Adam Jones. Well, I mean, Adam Jones called I mean, a not, racist. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not. My point is, 
as a Mariners fan, if I finally see my team get in the postseason, I don't know if I could control myself from dumping a beer on the field. <laughs> that that's extreme. assuming uns- assuming that the next time they make the playoffs, I'm legal to drink. <laughs> Might not be. Might, Might not be. be. We'll Might see. Be. We'll find out. Yeah, you think next year or For a couple know. years? <laughs> just turned eighteen. Yeah, so, the age difference here is showing. We'll see. We will see. Uh, we should get a boys to the 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 podcast hits the hits the Mariners game something like that this year. Before yeah, I'm, I'm there. They come back in town soon. Do they? Uh, it's just yeah, so they, hard to watch them. It's see that's the thing though. I, so I only hard. go if they play the team I want to watch. It, it becomes a social experience, not a baseball experience at yeah. this point. For, <laughs> true, you're just out there like if you can, just having drinks with the boys or whatever, just chilling essentially. <laughs> it's just like good background noise while you're on your phone in the Mariners game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, I think moment in player of the week. Yeah. Or wait, before we get there, if you could pick one player on the team on your, oh. to have on your team. Oh, yeah, years. if you could build a franchise around a player, who would it be? And we should ever. I'll take the exception first. of Mike Trout. You can, like, yeah, it. with the exception of Mike Trout. I'll take it first only because I feel like both of you are going to copy me off of this. <laughs> Uh, Acuna. Damn it! I'm not copying you, but that's a, that's an obvious. <laughs> not not even copying, but like that that is the, that is the choice. Yeah. Uh, Acuna. There's something about him. He's got an it factor. He's got a great slash line. He's having a great year. <clears throat> Underrated MVP candidate. I won't even go into it because I'm sure you have enough yeah. to say about him. But that's he, my pick. He's just as my pick too. He's he's just the guy. Yeah, no. he's the guy that no matter he's what the, he's the Braves franchise player. No matter what, you, how, what position your team is in, whether you're the Detroit Tigers or the the New York Yankees, you mm-hmm. want him on your team, and you want to you want to lock him up. True, because he has so much. I don't want to talk about about it from a trade value perspective, but he's only 21. He's been an All Star this year. He I don't he didn't do all that hot in the home run derby, but he did compete in it. Uh, he's the best player on his team. He's 21. <laughs> is he he's, actually twenty one? He yeah he's he's better than Freddie Freeman. It's crazy. He's better than uh, Josh Donaldson. He's a possible forty forty player. We haven't even seen him in his prime. He's only twenty one. Imagine sure, how good he's going to be. Twenty five, twenty six, exactly. The statistical gonna, prime, the statistical physical prime of an athlete is about twenty seven, twenty eight years old until they're about thirty one, thirty two. That is like the 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 three or four or five years right there is that's the chunk where I mean, players perform. There are there are, there are exceptions. It's getting younger. Yeah. As as yeah. as the game is getting younger. You look at Kyle Seeger. Yeah. Um. But but in a few years, Acuna is going to run the NL East. Oh my he, gosh! He if might not even, already. If if not, if not already, yeah, I mean, no, he already has one. He's got ninety-two number. RBIs this year as a leadoff hitter. <laughs> Wait, what? That's crazy. Yeah. As a lead, that's that's not actually a crazy number for a leadoff hitter. Thirty-six homers. Thirty-six. He's not, homers. I don't think he's going to be forty-forty. We talked about that last no, year. No, he last hasn't week. hit any more home runs since last week. <laughs> he's not going to be forty-forty, but he's. 35, 35, 35, something like that. I like how whenever they don't make the stat, they always yeah. just bring it down by five to make it sound like another flashy thing. Yeah, yeah he was a 37 for a 32 player. <laughs> and <laughs> overall, player. he's just got the it factor. If he's hitting in the ninth inning, you if you if and you're a fan of the other team, you should just close your eyes or turn off the TV. <laughs> True. And from, from a player perspective, he takes the ball and he'll hit it anywhere he wants. True, he has good command of the field. hard. Yeah. 
he can Yo, take, you see his throw? We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, his throw, he made two throws in Toronto. One of them, the the runner was safe. But the other one, it was like a, just a dime. And yeah, it was like, like 99 miles an hour, just a gun from the right field corner to second base in the air. He's just, you're right, he's got the it factor. He's the guy. He's 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 the guy to watch. He's... He's might the guy who Braves fans Trout. are going to pay to watch. He might yeah. even be better than Mike Trout in a few years. Okay. You never know. I mean, I don't I, I don't like to say that just because of how I also, how I mean, much of, of a I thing hate, I just got on Mike Trout about. I but, hate Trout, but, I mean, yeah. Jack, yeah, I mean, who's, your, oh, uh, I, I mean, who's your guy? You can't not say Acuna, but I don't know. Matt Chapman was the other player I had in mind. It's pretty much the exact same reasons as you guys. But, uh, I don't know, his, his defensive capability definitely excites me way more than... Acuna's per se, but just over any third baseman, like the way he just controls the the corner is impressive, and I think that uh, uh, the A's are definitely trying to lock him down for years to come. It's gonna be well, tough. Well, when when the when when Chapman leaves after his contract is up, yeah, because the A's aren't gonna pay him because they're money ball. <laughs> and yeah, Still, it's, it's so true. Um, whatever team years. he goes to, he'll probably go to a decent to big market team. Yeah, and he'll light it up there. Yeah, definitely. I could, I could see him going to the Yankees. I don't know when he's a free agent. But can't he can't grow a beard, bro. So. Oh yeah, no, he's already the guy. Boy, he looks like a kid. Looks so. like a kid. Yeah, yeah. Fits, fits him already. What happened to Miguel and Duhar? He hurt his shoulder. Hurt his shoulder is yeah. or something like that. Why is everybody just like hurt? It's like yeah. <laughs> that is bad for the game. Health. The the one problem yeah. that I have with Matt Chapman, I don't watch the A's all that much, so I feel like I might be just spewing out random things here, yeah. but. He he's dead pull, is he? Yeah, and I I don't have any stats. It's just me going out on a hunch and saying it. Every time I've seen him play, every time I've been at Safe Coffee or I get T-Mobile, T-Mobile Park, and I've seen him hit, he pulls everything to the left side because he's a right-handed hitter. And it's not that's not necessarily bad if you can uh, hit it hard, and he does definitely hit it hard. He's like a quiet. He's quietly like probably like top ten in exit velo. I mean I don't have these stats in front of me because I'm just going on a hunch, but. Um, definitely like the best defensive he third hard. baseman. Yeah, better than he Aaron went to Arnado. high school with Nolan Arenado. Yeah, yeah. Arenado was older and beat him out for shortstop at the time. But both were revered as some of the elite players of their time. Or with oh, at least definitely with. were. Yeah. The thing about the thing that really surprises me about Chapman is if you watch this guy on TV, the way he prepares for every single pitch oh, yeah. Yeah. is. Like none other, he plays. He plays as far back as a shortstop because of his arm can yeah. carry him the rest of the way. True, and the way he just sets up, like he's ready so to wide. field the ball. He's know, wide, he's, it's... but he's still athletic. Yeah, and he's ready to pick the ball up and toss it to yeah. first or wherever he needs to do. It reminds it. me of a he has such a good sumo arm too. sumo deadlifter. You know, oh, true. Where they sumo, go, like they have like their entire legs just like boom. ten feet wide, and they just go barely his, up. His like I, fucking ass touches the ground. It's like he gets low with and it. I, I and I played I played a few innings of third base over this last year, because mm-hmm. uh, we had a couple injuries on our team. Yeah, and. I didn't really get a lot of action over there, but I I started like incorporating that just a little bit just to see how it'd feel. Yeah. Because it doesn't look natural. No. But it gets you ready. You're low. You're ready to field ground balls. You can get to line drives. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason he does it, right? And he's also good at it. So. Yeah. Love Matt Chapman. Though. Platinum play. Platinum glove. So player of the week. Uh, coffee you took mine, but you can go at it. Um. 
So I said for my player of the week, I picked Anthony Rendon. Not really just because of his stats, too. I mean, do you have his stats in front of you? Because if you want, you can say them. Oh, uh, his average for the past seven days was 6.11 average, OBP 6.96, slugging 1.2222, OPS is 1.918. So a crazy slash yeah. line. And um, uh, the thing, the re- really one of the reasons why I picked him is I know batting average is not an important stat, but if you look right now, you think that the, the top batting average player would be a LeMahieu? Yeah. It's Rendon. No, oh, actually. Yeah. Uh, Lemay he's down to three thirty five. Rendon is at three thirty seven. I always loved Anthony Rendon. I always he's thought just he was, like been so underrated. I know. His, I always loved him for his defense, though. His like his the way he th- uh, he always had a he always had like a what's the term called for baseball where it's uh you have like a tick with your throwing so the yips right yeah yeah he had the yips so he can throw over top so he always has also, to go also known as retard syndrome. <laughs> The yips, yeah. Keep PG thirteen. Have you ever seen? Have you ever, have you ever seen a, a catcher uh, with the yips? It's kind of sad. It's yeah. just like he's like, it's doing like a whole like thing, then throw it. But yeah, no. I just always find Anthony Rendon is like a an interesting player. Uh, I'll go next for player of the week. Oh. Kevin Newman, shortstop for the Pirates. Never heard of him. I had no idea who he was. Man's been popping off, <laughs> to say the least. In the last week, seven days, he's hit three home runs, nine RBIs. He's hitting five thirty one, an on-base percentage of five fifty nine, and 17 hits. 17 hits in the last seven days. <laughs> what, wait, what? 17 hits in the last seven days? Hey, that's, that's that, the statistic I'm reading right now in a, one strikeout. That's you actually a, crazy. You what the hell? Shortstop? I don't even know if I believe it. Uh, it's just a stat that I'm reading. <laughs> no, it's... It's crazy. I'll say... Man, but we're on the topic of the Pirates. Josh Bell. Has he fallen off? Crashing down to earth. Yeah. Sure, he, he was, he was high. For, over his last seven games, he's hitting 407. That's good. It's not bad. Uh, 11 hits. But what's he hitting on the year? Yeah, what, what happened to his ulcer? He's hitting 280. Remember when he was like... That's not even that bad. Yeah, it's but, not bad, but it's not what the, like his all-star MVP season he was having. Pre-all-star, in the beginning. pre-all-star he was hitting 302. I would post- take... Post it's two thirty four. I mean, I take Josh Bell over anybody. I, that's what I'm saying. I take a 2019 Josh Bell any day. Yeah, um, <laughs> driven in 110 too. First baseman, right? Yeah, yeah. I take a first baseman hitting 280. You don't get too many of those anymore. Also about Rendon, I did not say this, but he's got 111 runs batted in, 111, and he's yeah. When it comes to the Nationals, he might not even be the best player on the Nationals. Anthony Rendon? Or? Might be Juan Soto. I think that's debatable. I think Anthony Rendon beats him out, though. I think career-wise, I think Juan Soto is going to have a better career. But I think... He had so much He's really year. young. He's 20. Yeah. Can't yeah that's that's a player you could build your franchise around, Juan Soto. That's like yeah, the, but Acuna's just better. True. It's like the shinier car. That is going to be a good rivalry, though, just between those two guys. They're true. both really young, yeah, same division. Both... Both franchises, both organizations have really good drafting history, and are pretty Josh aggressive. So they'll be, they'll probably be in competition for a while. Yeah, no, for sure. Soto looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> he does look like a dinosaur. Anyway, who is uh, your player of the week? No, we both said Anthony Rendon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you had Anthony Rendon yeah, too. Yeah, no, he's lame. He had to pick the same person. All right, all right. All right let's go for moments of the week. Moment of the week. Uh, my moment of the week is just. Uh, 
what's his name? Uh, I wrote it down. Hughes, Jared Hughes, the pitcher for the Phillies, where he dun, 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 like did a little fat fat boy run down to the pitcher's right. mound. It, it was funny because he was smiling. Like, look, guys, I did the thing. I ran down here instead of a nice jog. And, <laughs> He's so and out of JT Romuto was like, who the fuck is this dude? Who is he? And rolled his eyes. And then like, <laughs> you can see him as he was pitching. He was like. <sighs> <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then, like, sh- uh, threw, like, a... a Two pitches uh, got shelled. Yeah, and, and then pulled, pulled uh, like, the, they took the lead that inning, but, like, he opened it up and let him score. So I thought Jared Hughes' little fat boy moment was funny. <laughs> All right, you um, take it, Noah. I said, um, I think the Twins breaking the single-season home run record. Oh, That's yeah, my moment of the week. week. Um, but that was broken last year by the Yankees, too. But the thing is, the Twins breaking it, they, there's still a month left to play. I know. I, and also, the they Yankees might could also break the, the said record that was until they broke it. So, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like that it's going to just keep getting higher every year. I think Yeah, it's because the balls are juiced. Um, but still, big, they might have a big accomplishment. Yeah, yeah they, no, they should they, take it away from them. They might, they might hit 300 home runs. Ooh, that'd be so. That'd be a cool stat to see. Because they're, I think, they're probably two fifty or two sixty something. They're two sixty-eight. So they're probably at two seventy now somehow. Yeah. So uh, thirty home runs in thirty with, or so games is with possible. nine players who can all hit home runs. Yeah, when your whole like one through nine. Ex- my order. point exactly. Yeah. All they need is thirty. My some... moment of the week, um, Carlos Carrasco. Oh yeah, such, that's such a, such a good. Uh, good how do you story. do today? I just. I I just looked, um, not great, but he made his he hey, pitched he, he pitched an inning in relief. Uh, he pitched one inning, gave up two hits, a run, that was earned, no walks, no strikeouts. Yeah, I don't care. Fine, I mean, he's, he's coming back from a lot. I think uh, my point is he's pitching again, and this guy was diagnosed with leukemia just a few months ago. Yeah, and people didn't think he'd pitch again. Yeah. Uh, Such a, a guy story. who's worked back and love seeing him. Like he did. Like I mean, I think every player wants to succeed in the MLB. But just being able to pitch and coming back from leukemia and being able to do that is something super special. I think. Yeah, no, truly, it, it was it was a it was a good moment for I think baseball as a whole. For sure, that's for sure. Especially, up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's a wrap on episode three. No, no. no? Oh, we have to. Yeah. So we're gonna choose a um, a, uh, a controversial. controversial topic. Let's see, we got. Yeah, we're doing good on time. Um, what are you, what are both your thoughts on in the minor leagues? There's a runner in the extra innings. There's a runner on second base to start every extra inning. That's well, the, that's stupid. It's the dumbest rule I've ever heard in my life. Run? Why? <laughs> Here's my thinking. The game is played one way, innings one through nine. Why would you change it in innings ten and forward? Yeah. Why? Presumably to end. Presumably to yeah, end. end well, why? Right why you pay you pay your money to watch nine innings of baseball? Why not watch why, a few more? Why would you? I mean, I understand people don't love baseball as much as me, but you get free extra inning baseball. Yeah, no, that's that's heaven. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that means it's a it's a good game. Yeah, it's and good. you're watching baseball for free. Yeah, no, extra innings is also like super intense. I wouldn't want to ruin it just off just a single right off the bat, right first pitch, and we're already done. I feel like uh, yeah, runner in second actually probably takes away from baseball if anything. I don't I don't like the rule at all, at all. It's a stupid rule. What I do like about the concept of the rule is that well, 
It just I mean, I'm a big small ball guy. Yeah, you like you that know, stuff. Runner on second, lead off, nobody out. Bunt you know, him get him over the third. You want the bunt stuff coming out. out? I think it's important. I think I small think, ball now is gonna if if one manager incorporates small ball into their game. Everybody like, on steroids, it's going to be a copycat league, and they're going to follow it. Yeah. That's the next wave. Someone just has to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of small ball. Think about how many more runs would be scored. If small ball, yeah. Like, think about how many more games would be won if 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 players decided, yeah, well, Sure, there's been so many second, games that have been tied into the ninth, and, you know, they might have a leadoff hit or something, or at least a runner on first, and they, they just still swing away like it's nothing, and they don't act like it's uh, like a different situation. And even if tie game in the ninth inning in in the Blue Jays game and and the Astros game earlier today with the no hitter with Verlander, Bregman hit a leadoff double in the ninth inning. Nobody out. Jordan Alvarez is up. I know he's a power hitter. I know he's he's a he's a good hitter. Mm-hmm. He's a left handed batter. Yeah. One down. Move Bregman over to third. True. I mean they score the runs anyways because because of um that home run. the home run by the rookie. But, I mean, you know what? You know what? Instead of laying down a bunt, you know what? Uh, Jordan Alvarez did swing for the front swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. He struck out on. <laughs> well, if he contact connected on one of them, he'd go crazy. Yeah. But, no, I agree with you though. Small ball is something that it's is important. Under, it's important. And it's undervalued, and I think it should make a comeback. Definitely, it will eventually. Yeah, it's I just you got so. you got to change the tide of what is the norm in baseball or just in life in like any aspect. You just change a, it, a little thing and everybody will follow. One one team will do something totally different, hence this. Yeah, and the rest the rest of the league will follow. Yeah. Baseball, like most sports, is a copycat. It's like the sport. opener. Everybody does the opener now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's a good strategy. I'm, I I like the opener. No, it I makes haven't. sense. You're gonna throw out like a setup man or something like that to get through the first. Three guys of the order. They yeah. have typically three best hitters, and then go from there. I think it makes sense. And then you have your starter who can go later in the game. Yeah, yeah. You're save. You're taking off an inning at the beginning and saving it for the end. Yeah. Which uh, I mean, that's fine because they're just reworking their the concept of pitching baseball. But uh, this is not like changing the game in a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty I nice. think. I think. Uh, Kevin Cash, the manager for the Rays. That's a he, dope ass name, Kevin Cash. Yeah, um, sounds like a rapper. Um, <laughs> KC, like he got a little dollar sign on the seat. Nah, I gotta do KK, Kevin Cash. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I think uh, he should have won Manager of the Year last. Well, actually, no, I take that back because I think Core deserved it. Core definitely deserved it. But, first uh, year managing. But the World Series Kevin anymore? Cash is taking a team like the Rays but and turning I them into But I will interject and say manager of the year, whatever of the year, MVP is a regular season award. No, not a postseason award. True. Postseason performance should not have any indication in it. But the Red Sox had a really good season that year. No, they did. Taking nothing away from it. I'm not saying that I don't think Cora should have won it. I'm saying it. Uh, yeah. People often... Include the postseason. Yeah. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's a but bad narrative. It, it it makes sense though. I mean, I understand oh, what it they totally do. It totally does. It, like I, I totally understand it. The only reason I don't think that your postseason success shouldn't have indication on your regular season success is because say you're an MVP like Mike Trout, who doesn't ever make the playoffs. Those are X amount of games that you don't get to showcase. Yeah. You have these other players who like Jose Altuve, who is in the playoffs and yeah. probably won MVP that year for partially that reason. 
Like, he got to play an extra X amount of games against the best teams and perform the very best, taking nothing away from him. It's That takes away from what Mike Trout could have been doing in the postseason if True. he made it in 2017 as well. Has Mike Trout ever been in the postseason? Have the Angels ever been in the postseason in the past? Once. Like, yeah, Mike Trout. Like, like, Oh, 087 or something like that. Was that there was like rookie he, season or something like that? He was a rookie in 2012, and yeah, they so. had the they had the best record in the MLB in 2014, believe it or not. Oh, kind of like a Mariner story there, I guess. Yeah, I, I remember that because I'm yeah, I don't want to talk about that because Mariners got eliminated. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just gonna be talking about the past like ten seasons. It's <laughs> <laughs> tough. Last eighteen game. is it eighteen? Yeah, eighteen year drought. Um, I can't. We're talking about this, but. The Cubs haven't went, like, uh, what was it, 106? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping this isn't a curse. I mean, a curse is going to be, like, 100 years. No, we just so. need to get the goat. What, what was the Cubs curse? You need to take a goat around the stadium or something to uplift the curse? Oh, I got you. His name is Julio Rodriguez. The goat? Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. He's actually he's the secret ingredient to the Mariners. <laughs> Nobody talks about that guy enough. Okay, I just want to say something real quick before we end this off. So I've been seeing a lot of stuff online about how DJ LeMayhew should win the... MVP award. Yeah. Okay. That's stupid. <laughs> He's funny. It's it is because it, I've been seeing stuff as recent as now. You could you the argument is made. Yeah, well he he's kept the Yankees afloat. It was the Yankees division to lose. The Red Sox started shitting the bed first Yankees month of the season. Had everybody on the on the IL for oh, the first yeah. month and a half, two months of the season. DJ LeMahieu was simply a band-aid to cover the yeah. giant wound that they had. And like the argument the argument this is pretty much with dumb Yankees fans on Twitter but on Twitter <laughs> but all they, they they just say they just say like he deserves it he's leading the the AL in uh, batting average. Batting average is not a stat. It, you can take it into account to see a hitter's ability, but it is by far not the most important stat. To be judging your if you're gonna look at if you're gonna look at players' value, you need to look at batting average on balls in play, over batting average, because that uh, determines how lucky how, they've been. Yeah. It determines how lucky they've been, what type of contact they've been making. Uh, OPS, I think, is a great stat. Yeah. OPS and RBIs, and then walks to strikeouts are like my favorite offensive stats right there, because it <sighs> it tells you not how much they're hitting, but how productive they are at the plate. Yeah, I know. You're right. Because if you're a 230 hitter, but you're always moving guys across and you're getting 100 RBIs, you're not getting on base a, a, a ton, but you're you're helping your team win. And I think that's that's the goal in baseball is to win games. Yeah. And I'm not trying to rag on DJ LeMahieu. He's having a fantastic year. He's driven to 90 runs. But in his career, to say anything that this guy is more... He, he's definitely an above-average player, but he's not a superstar. In his career... MLB average OPS this season is 761. In his career, his average OPS is 777. Oh, he's not really bringing anything crazy to the table. So, and he he was a Coors Field product uh, when he was with Colorado. But, I mean, nowadays his splits aren't, like, actually that uneven. He's definitely hitting higher in the band box, which is Yankee Stadium. But he actually played with the Cubs. I had no idea. Um, DJ LeMahieu is my pick for... Wet in the bed next year. You think so? I could see it. I just I don't ever trust these guys that come out of nowhere and have their career best season. Like it's guys like Mike Trout that I like because they have the steady incline. Mm-hmm. Usually, when you see a player, at like a rookie or DJ LeMahieu in this year, in this case, like 
They'll have a bunch of good seasons or decent seasons or bad seasons, and then one year they're just going off. I don't trust it. It's suspicious. <laughs> don't trust it. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. In uh, 2016, he won the batting title. You're right on that. You are. But in general. Yeah. That's for, yeah. yeah. You might be right on the DJ, DJ LeMahieu topic, but yeah, as a whole... Yeah, one year wonders. You should never bank success on them. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what the Chris I would never Davis bet my money. Right? They, they banked on him, and look what they got out of him. I would he was never. On Adderall, wasn't he? Is he on Adderall? I don't know if that. He's on some kind of anti ADHD medication. Yeah. He might have ADHD, so I might be giving him a lot of shit for nothing, but he's sitting 173, so I think Hell that's. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> right on the Mendoza line. I think. Uh... Yeah, no. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess that ends. Episode three. Episode three. Make sure to subscribe on. uh, It's now on Apple, so make sure to subscribe there. Give it a listen on on Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz, and see you next week.